Nailed it, coach. Quick tips. Episode 31. Stall em, Steve. Change orders. Let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Build It Coach. I help you, the homeowner, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Build It Coach is specifically designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale R. Scriven, project management and design build professional. First and foremost, um, happy new year. This is kind of recorded in mid January. Um, I did take a couple of weeks break for the holidays, um, to get things situated around the household. Um, so I will now be coming to you on a weekly basis, um, on a more regular schedule. Um, so that's what we are baselining for the build it coach for 2021. I want to make sure that everyone is successful in their endeavors, especially if they are, or if you are embarking on a renovation or remodeling project. All right. So here's a reminder, a reminder about this podcast, a reminder, a, a reset, a baseline, a level set. This project or this podcast, I should say, is about the guts, the nitty gritty, the behind the scenes of your project. It is not necessarily about pretty pictures. It's not about lipstick on a pig, all right? We recognize, we understand that we need to know our P's, the process that helps us avoid problems so that we can avoid being pissed and most importantly, avoid getting ripped off and becoming pocket poor, all right? It's about the behind the scenes stuff that you don't see on HGTV or DIY, all right? The stuff that I'm trying to give you my professional background and knowledge, some of the things that aren't necessarily shared with you that can actually make you successful on your renovation or remodeling project. All right. If you're looking to hire a great contractor, I have a fantastic resource for you. Visit buildacoach.com forward slash hire. It's a fantastic free resource. It's a blueprint that teaches you not how to hire a good contractor, but how to hire a great contractor. All right. Welcome to the quick tip series. Today, we will continue. This is a mini series um, about Change Order Charlie's buddies. If you're not familiar with Change Order Charlie, go back to a previous episode. It's in the catalog of, of podcasts. All right. Change Order Charlie. All right. And today we're going to talk about Stalem Steve. All right. This is the goal. See, I wanted to put all of these tactics and strategies that crooked contractors use. I want to make sure that they are personalities that get ingrained in your mind, right? If I just in, in, just engorge you with a bunch of facts, right? List fact after fact after fact after fact, right? That's not how your brain works. Your brain works in the rhythm of telling stories, all right. So I want to give you stories and personalities. I want to I want to bring these actual tactics and strategies that these crooked contractors use. And I want them to be bright and bold. So when you do encounter some of these personalities, some of these crooked contractors in real life, 
it'll say, ta-da, bling, boom, the personality will pop up in your mind. And at minimum, you say, you know what? I kind of remember that on one of the Build a Coach podcast. Let me revisit that. Let me get refreshed, all right? Let me get refreshed. All right, so today, again, Stalem Steve, baseline. Contractors are running a business, all right? And they're always trying to increase their profits. There are two ways they can do that. They can get more customers or drain more profits out of an existing customers. Getting more projects is not simple, right? You have to do marketing and you also have to have the personnel to do those projects. That's not easy. But what becomes easier is to drain profits out of an, out of an existing customer. That's, a, that's much more easier, especially if they find a customer that's in the twilight zone, all right? Dizzy, undisciplined, untrained, doesn't know what to look for, especially a customer with a bunch of money who is dizzy, untrained, undisciplined, all right? When they find that, that customer, they kind of label them a sucker, and then they begin draining, begin to latch on like a leech and drain the money out of their pockets. Okay, again, that's the background. Stalem Steve, let's talk about him. Stalem Steve is clever because he understands one thing, Stalem Steve, that time is not negotiable, all right? Time is absolute. Time is finite. You're either on time, early, or late. Stalem Steve understands this. You're either out of time or you have time. All right. Stalem Steve is fully aware that the company who he works for needs to increase the profits, right? Looking at monthly profits, quarterly profits, yearly profits. Stalem Steve realizes this. Realizes this. Stalem Steve realizes that for his particular project, he has a particular amount of time that they need to get done, right? It's part of the estimate. If he doesn't, his goose is cooked, all right? If the company experiences profit fade due to the lack of performance from Stalem Steve, he loses out on bonus, maybe a pay raise, or maybe even simply maintaining his job, right? There are a lot of things um, that are at jeopardy when Stalem Steve doesn't perform, all right? This is the thing. Stalem Steve is not one who is necessarily one to hold himself accountable. He rarely admits fault, right? He rarely admits his shortcomings. Quick to pass the blame on someone else. Stalem Steve will hold you accountable. How? By blaming you, the property owner, for a stalled project. This is big. This is huge. This is an area where a lot of homeowners and property owners get in trouble. Time management and making sure the contractor does not have a platform or an excuse to blame you, the property owner, for a stalled or a time delayed project. All right. Here's how it goes down. It's gone down like this many times. I've seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it millions of times. Stalem Steve receives a call from the home office. It could be the big boss or his friend, the notorious change order Charlie. Here's how it goes. Steve, 
Your project is over budget. What in the heck is going on down there? Steve answers, well, we're supposed to start work at 7 a.m. However, the owner doesn't let us into the door until 7.30. My crew, they're stalling them. Or the owner keeps moving the furniture away. We spend 10 minutes a day clearing the job so that we can get to work. And I just can't get this furniture out of the way. My crew, they're stalling them. Or when we go upstairs, we have to walk around back because the owner has the family dog locked up in the kitchen. My crew, they're stalling them. Or the owner asks us to work quietly around 11 a.m. because their, 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 their children are trying to take a quick nap. My crew, they're stalling them. All right? The owners or the owner says, I wasn't aware of these things. And next thing you know, the owner is being charged a delay. See, change order Charlie says, we didn't agree to any of this stuff. I didn't agree that I need to walk around back or there was going to be some quiet time. We agreed, or I thought we agreed that we were going to start at 7.30. That's what you said. And I can't start till 7.30. I'm using some key words here. What you said, what I thought. We're going to go back around and regarding this should all be written down in your contract. All right, we'll talk about that. It needs to be stipulated in your contract. All these things, start time, end time, etc. All right. Now, this is the thing. You, this is this is the part that really pisses you off as a homeowner. Every day you see Stalin Steve on the job site and he's smiling, right? Smiling, saying nothing. He's not alerting you to any of these particular delays. But when he gets on the phone with his home office and talks to Char- change order Charlie, all of a sudden he's delayed, right? Because Stalin Steve wasn't accountable for his time, all right? He knows about time, but is not accountable for his time. So now he's blaming you. All right. And that's the, that's the cold thing about it, right? If you had known, you probably would have made some decisions, some coordination. All right. Made some arrangements for the project to go a little smoother. But now Stalin Steve did not let you know. All right. All right. Now, depending on your contract agreement, you may or may not be responsible for these delays, all right? There may be an um, ambiguous line in the contract that, that reads, if homeowner is responsible for project delays, the homeowner shall financially compensate the contractor. Let me read that again. If homeowner is responsible for project delays, the homeowner shall, be financially, shall financially compensate the contractor. See, these are these little lines that you need to look out for that might be in that proposal because that is a real ambiguous line. It doesn't state if it's reasonable or not reasonable, right? Any delay that's kind of up for interpretation. Those that's, that's a, that's kind of a, a key tip. Watch out for these ambiguous lines that you may find in your contract. That's why it's important for you to read your contract. All right. But that shows up. That's something that protects the contractor solely and does not protect you as a homeowner. Furthermore, your contract may not mention delays at all. And then your contractor can, you know, play all types of game. Hey, I can't show up until you pay me for the delay. I'm going to leave. I'm going to put a lien on your property, blah, blah, blah. It can become a total mess. Then they start trying to skimp on quality. Well, since you delayed me, I need to go. 
um, to another project, I'll have to do it this way so I can, um, you know, not incur extra costs. I've seen I've seen a whole bunch of messes, a messy project, especially if things are not stipulated in a good contract agreement. All right. And we talked about that in, in prior podcasts. Right. This would be a hot mess, a hot stinking mess. If this was a handshake deal, a hot stinking mess. All right. All right. It can get. And, and also, this is the thing. This can get expensive real quick. All right. That just brings total pain to the um, to the situation. Look, there is a way to battle Stalin Steve. All right. I don't say all this to be hyperbolic and just to bring fear into your mind. All right. There is a way to battle this. That's what I'm here for. I'm trying to give you some of the background techniques. All right. All right. This is the first thing. Tip number one. Follow these steps. Follow these steps, not necessarily steps, but follow these tips. Make sure that your contract states that the contractor is to inspect the project for any potential delays. All right? For instance, if you had furniture in a particular area and the project starts, and then they try to make the claim, well, your furniture here delayed us because we had to do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> you're like, hey, man, contract says you're supposed to inspect the area for any potential delays. And you, you, this has always been here. That is not a prudent argument. You could throw that out, right? You could throw that out. Don't don't need to even argue that. That's a that's a done deal. All right. Put that in your contract. All right. Number two, time is everything, right? Time makes deals. Time makes um, breaks deals. Number two, the con. Put this in your contract. The contractor must alert the homeowner immediately. If and when a delay arises, right? Don't incur a delay and tell me two weeks later, oh, I was delayed. I need a thousand bucks. No, tell me right now. Let's say you had a car in the driveway and there was a delivery coming and you had the means to get out, move your car so that the delivery truck can make the delivery to your house or to your project site. All right. You've gotten rid of that delay in an instant because they alerted you. Make sure they didn't get a hold of you, right? Cell phone, email, all right? Yelling up the stairs, yelling downstairs, whatever the case may be. Make sure that the contractor is able to um, communicate to you immediately if a delay arises, all right? Number three, now this is big, but I I see it a lot of times. Agree to a working time and areas of access up front, all right? And give yourself the flexibility, all right? Tell the contractor that access upstairs at certain times may not be available because you may be cooking. Who wants a contractor, let's say you're doing a bathroom um, renovation and depending on how your house or property set up, who wants a contractor walking through their kitchen when they're cooking? You might want to put in your contract between the hours of 11 and 1, the kitchen is off limits. I don't want your stinking butt in my kitchen when I'm cooking food. (laughs) I get it, man. That's a very personal thing when you're cooking, all right? Or any other areas of access, all right? That's something for you to think about. Every situation is different. Every project is different, all right? Now, this is a big thing. Number four, if there are delays, make sure that an hourly charge is agreed to in the contract, all right? You should be able to quantify this up front. You, you want to prevent runaway change orders. What you really want to pre- pre- um, prevent 
is a contractor trying to bridge the gap from any losses that they may have incurred with a change order. All right. So let's say a contractor, they look at their estimate and they say, hey, man, we lost 12,360 bucks in this project. We need to make it up. Guess what? Any of these fictitious delays that come up, guess how much those delays are going to come up to? $12,360 at minimum. May even be more. All right. They call this in the business the total cost method where contractors try to bridge up the gap and then they start trying to fill in the blanks. Uh, well, that cost that. And they delayed me here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Here we go. Yep. That's my that's where I lost my money. Twelve thousand three hundred sixty dollars. I lost it right there. And they expect you to pay up. Boom. All right. No, no, no. If there is a delay, it is up to you as a property owner to make sure that you are quantifying that delay to where you don't receive a runaway change order. All right. You got to be on the job. Somebody has to be accountable for if there is a true delay. All right. Let's say you have a delivery and I want to drive this home. Let's say you decided for whatever reason to purchase the tub for your bathroom renovation and you expected expected that the delivery was going to get there at 12 noon, but it doesn't get there until three o'clock. That's three hours. Now, in this situation, you should verify that the contractor couldn't do anything else in those three hours. But if it is three hours and it's a legitimate delay, your contractor should have said, hey, any delays is $50. I'm just throwing this out there, right? $50 an hour per person who was here to do that task. And let's say there are two people there. All right. So it's $100 an hour, three hours. You owe the contractor 300 bucks. Good. You can quantify it. You can live with it. You don't have to wonder at night how much that change order was going to cost you 300 bucks. You don't have to worry about a charge coming later for 3000 bucks. Hey, remember that day where your delivery for the tub came late? Here's a $3,000 bill. Yeah. None of that. All right. None of that. Now, here's a bonus tip. This takes a little skill. All right. Takes a little skill if you're one with auditing skills and a little bit of extra time. But this is the thing. Your contractor should not necessarily be making a profit from lost time. All right. The spirit of lost time is to make the contractor whole. All right. Making the contractor whole, it's not, they they're, they're, they should be making a profit from the job already. Now, if they run into some bumps and you delay them, you should be making them whole, all right, for their costs, not their profit. Now, take some auditing skills, but you should be requesting this data from your contractor in case they are looking for a change order. That will let you know if the contractor is really keeping track and really running a tight ship. If they can't produce the documents, odds are they're just trying to fill in the blank because they have a bill to pay or they identified some losses or they had a misestimate and they saw the number in their bank account. Oh man, my bank account is down $3,200. Well, let me get $3,200 from this homeowner. Remember how we started the episode. It's easier to extract, to suck the blood out of an existing customer. All right? Be wary. Understand where you are 
within that chain and within your relationship with the contractor. All right. There you have it. This episode is a wrap. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against project chaos, money loss, continuous stress, or greedy, unethical contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Let's look out for one another another, and build a strong community of homeowners and property owners who want a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure you subscribe to Build It Coach on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. For more information, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Please, if you like what you hear at the Build a Coach, leave a friendly review. The reviews really help grow the show and help helps us reach more people who need help. Until next time, may your dream renovation become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.